This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah most gracious most merciful Alhamdulillah alladhi hadana li hadha wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has guided us to this and had it not been for his guidance we would have never been guided May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us on the straight path Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudahu wa ba'd All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Complete blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And upon all his companions and followers Including ourselves and our offspring Up to the day of qiyamah Ameen Honored ulama, beloved brothers Dear sisters and listeners I'd like to make mention of two verses that were read last night. The first is connected to a quality that we need to abstain from. And the second verse is connected to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for the first verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of jealousy. And we all know that jealousy is something that affects us all at times. We hope and pray that we are not from amongst those who become jealous of others. But sometimes people are jealous of us. And at times, unfortunately, we falsely accuse people of being jealous of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of the fact that He has definitely given some people greater virtue over others in the various faculties and in the various gifts of this dunya. And even on the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise some people above others. We all know that. The king is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the highest ranking after him will be Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant us from the intercession of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about jealousy says, أَمْ يَحْسُدُونَ النَّاسَ عَلَى مَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِن فَضْلِهِ Are they jealous of what we have granted the people in terms of virtue? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to mention in the second part of this verse, what is it that people actually become jealous of? And he makes mention of three of the most important issues. Three of the most important things that people become jealous of. And he says, No, they should understand that we have granted Ibrahim alayhi salam and his family all three items that one would be jealous of. So they must understand, and this includes all of us, we should all understand that when Allah has bestowed someone with a virtue, then we must thank Allah for having given that person and we can ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us as well. So what are these three issues or items? 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَقَدْ آتَيْنَا آلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَآتَيْنَاهُمْ مُلْكًا عَظِيمًا Indeed, we have given Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and his family, his progeny. Firstly, the book. The book means revelation, wahi. We know the Qur'an was also revealed to members of the family of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We also know that Isa alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, those who were given the Torah and the Injil were all from the family of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. But the book does not only refer to this revelation. It means any knowledge that is beneficial. Someone has been granted lots of knowledge. This is when people become jealous of that person. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. And at the same time, we must not falsely accuse others of being jealous of us. When Allah has given us an inch or two more than the others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all down to earth. And keep us humble. And may He accept our sacrifices. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the second issue. Allah says, Al-Hikmah. We all know Hikmah means wisdom. Wisdom includes good character and conduct. This is what people get jealous of. When a person is wise... When they have foresight, when they think 20, 50 years in advance, some small-minded people become jealous. And some put obstacles in their path. Yes, if the thinking is haram, no one would be jealous of that. But when the thinking is positive, productive thinking, then definitely there might be some who may not comprehend it firstly. Secondly, even if they do, they will become jealous. Why does this person always have the ideas and I don't? You know, there are officers today of people who can just give you advice and they charge you for it. You'd actually just go to them with your problem, sit with them, they'd counsel you, they'd give you advice and they'd charge you money. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them a little bit of insight and foresight. And at times they might have gone through courses in order to learn that. Once someone has it, it is possible that people become jealous of it. So the second quality that people become jealous of is wisdom. And foresight, insight, and so on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that to us, meaning the wisdom, and may He save us from jealousy. And the third quality, and that I'm sure we are all well aware of, that is wealth. Wealth and property. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We gave Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam knowledge, as well as wisdom, and over and above that we gave him and his progeny, mulkan azima, vast wealth, vast ownership. They had lots and lots. Today when a person is driving a motor vehicle, a posh motor vehicle, the statement of the day is, most probably he's dealing in drugs. Astaghfirullah. That statement is extremely dangerous. But you would find Muslim tongues are made dirty and filthy with such statements. Why do we become so jealous that we have to stoop so low to accuse people who have hard-earned wealth? And, and just pass a statement which is so serious and detrimental and dangerous in the Sharia, we've just got to say, that person has dirty money. Do you know they eat interest day and night? Why do we have to say this? For what? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us from amongst those who seek to take account of others' deeds when Allah has kept a special day of Qiyamah to do that. We want to do the job of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want to take account of people's deeds. Not even write them down, but spread rumors without even knowledge, without any knowledge whatsoever. May Allah save us from this. The reason I decided to mention this is because we read it last night. And it is something each one of us need to ponder. Some might be affected negatively. Some might be guilty of being jealous of others, passing statements 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. And Allah says, are they jealous of what we have granted in terms of virtue to people? Let them know that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and his progeny were granted everything. They were granted knowledge, they were granted wisdom, and over and above that they were granted wealth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala collect the three for all of us who wouldn't like that. But at the same time, may it come with all, with all humbleness, humility, and may it bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. The next verse connected to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we are in the month of Ramadan and we all know we are all in search of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's important that we mention this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ma yaf'alu Allah bi'adhabikum in wa amantum what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to achieve by punishing you if you are going to be thankful and if you are going to believe correctly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is definitely the most forgiving, most merciful. He does not want to punish us. So let us give him the excuse not to punish us. What is that excuse? That is tawbah. Once we've engaged in tawbah, once we have asked Allah's forgiveness, we become as clean. Listen to what the hadith says. The one who has engaged in tawbah from a sin, is equivalent to the one who has no sin from the very beginning. Imagine, when we literally say, turn a new leaf, it is meant in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look at what hope Allah has given us. If there was no hope in this regard, each one of us would feel like criminals. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. So Allah says, what is he going to achieve by punishing you? What is he going to achieve by punishing me or you or anyone else? He doesn't want to punish us. When we say Bismillahi, we say Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. When the Quran commences, it commences Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Allah speaks about His qualities of mercy. He never says, or He has never taught us to say, in the name of Allah, the one who is most severe in His punishment. No. But in the name of Allah, the one who is most forgiving, most merciful, Subhanallah. That is how we are meant to start everything. Islam is a religion based on mercy and forgiveness. And this is what gives us all the hope. And this is how we will gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Moving on to the verses that we read tonight. At the beginning of the sixth chapter of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and some of the conversations and dialogue that he had with his people, the questions and the answers. Thereafter he makes mention of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Remember this is still Surah An-Nisa. And this should teach us that the women folk also need to equip themselves with knowledge of how to answer questions regarding the Jewish belief and the Christian belief. Some Jews and Christians might come to our women folk at times. Sometimes the women come to our women. Why are you covered? They need to have answers. They need to know how to say and defend themselves. How to say what is required of them. Because if they don't know, they cannot just say, wait, hang on. I, I don't know. I am covering just because. No. There are clean cut answers. Mary, Maryam, alayha salatu wasalam, any portrait that the Christians themselves have drawn of her, generally they have a scarf on her head. Why? Let's throw the question back at them. We do not agree with those portraits at all, but they are the ones who draw the portraits, so we can use it against them. 
or we can use them to ask we can use it to ask them questions the same applies with isa alayhi salatu wassalam the portraits that they draw that we disagree with i've never seen a portrait where he is wearing a suit and a tie or where he is clean shaven and so on so if we are asked let us ask them as well well why do you draw portraits whether we agree or not is besides the point portraits with isa alayhi salatu wassalam that has a beard now, why do I say let us educate the women folk? Because today there is a challenge and there is a, an onslaught against Muslim women. They themselves want to out of their free will don the hijab and the niqab and on their behalf, without their permission, there are people in the West, non-Muslims, who are claiming that the Muslim women are oppressed and they are fighting a cause which is non-existent. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. So they are saying that Muslim women are oppressed, whereas the Muslim women themselves are saying we are not oppressed. It is an onslaught and it is a trial to tarnish the image of Islam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never allow that to happen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then makes mention of the people of the book and the statements that were leveled against Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. For your information, the most blasphemous statement in history is to declare that Allah or God has a child. That is the most blasphemous statement in history. And to declare that Allah is part of a trinity and He alone is nothing unless there are two other elements. That is the greatest blasphemy. In one place in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, تَكَادُ السَّمَاوَاتُ يَتَفَطَّرْنَ مِنْهُ وَتَنْشَقُّ الْأَرْضُ وَتَخِرُّ الْجِبَالُ هَدَّا أَنْ دَعَوْ لِلرَّحْمَانِ وَلَدَا وَمَا يَنْبَغِي لِلرَّحْمَانِ أَنْ يَتَّخِذَ وَلَدَا The skies are about to explode. The earth is about to burst. And the mountains are about to fall prostrate because of the seriousness of the statement where people have said that the most merciful has...